Welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout, and I'm on a mission to declutter my house one disc at a time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast. What's happening? How are y'all good? I hope so. So today's episode is an oldie. I uh, I have a, a bank of episodes, just a couple, not too many. That I never released, and uh, somehow this one fell through the cracks. I recorded this before I even established the podcast. This is a very old recording, and uh, the audio quality may reflect that. However, I'm not upset with how this one turned out. It is a performance piece for sure, but we're going to be talking about The Darkness 2. But before we get into all that, I just want to remind everybody that There is a giveaway still going on, but it is almost over. You have until the end of January to like, rate, and subscribe. Send me a screenshot that you did so, and I will send you one of my mixtapes. you got to send it to me at discdumppod at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-C-D-U-M-P-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget that little PP in there. It's important. Without further ado, I'm going to bring you exactly what you want, which is obviously another solo episode of just me sorry i know that it's a lot better when i have other people on i get it no one wants to hear me just sit and ramble i get it but i can't always swing that and i got a lot of discs to get through here so i'm gonna present you guys with the darkness too but fast a brief history this video game is based on the comic book series by mark silvestri garth ennis and david wall from 1996 the main storyline follows jackie Estacado, who is a mafioso crime lord who is imbued with the darkness the- The darkness is the embodiment of evil and chaos, personified by two snake-like creatures that protrude from behind him that are used to eviscerate his foes. He also can shoot guns and stuff and blows people's heads off. These tentacle arm demon heads tend to rip people into pieces like a wishbone or they bite people's heads off. Or they eat people's hearts to give him more power and more strength so that way he can avenge his lost love, Jenny. You... You're not Jenny! So Jackie Astacado is a mafia guy and it's a, it's a clever way to combine mobster genre with the supernatural and also Call of Duty mechanics and extreme violence. This game is super duper duper violent. During the course of this game, he is pursued by an evil organization that is trying to use the darkness for world domination, obviously. So, Jackie has to try and defend himself and his crew of mobsters from this dark organization, and they are not playing around. They make him choose between two of his favorite people to get murdered, and they crucify him. Oh, another important component about the game is when you are in the light, the darkness is not present. So if you get shot in the head while you're in the light, it will kill you. But if you're in the dark, you have a lot more resistance and ability to kill. Lots and lots of violence in this game. So much blood, so much gore. This game is crazy. I can't recommend it enough. (laughs) First time you kill a man, you come to a crossroads. You learn something about yourself. You don't learn what you're capable of or how bad a person you are or any of that bullshit. You learn you can sleep at night after, or you learn you can't. 
You're either haunted or you're not. Hey guys, what's up? This is your host Miles. I'm coming at you solo for the first time. I've never really done this before. Just talk to myself into a microphone. It's a, it's a different kind of experience. I, um, I'm coming to talk to you guys today about a game that I am having a really hard time deciding if I want to keep it. It is called The Darkness 2. And uh, sometimes you just like you have games that they kind of they, they kind of center you a little bit. You can be having a rough day where your your boss is being shitty to you or whatever, and you're having just uh, poor responses to just really shitty situations. Like uh, I don't know, maybe your boss's boss comes in and tries to belittle you in front of everybody, and you you don't want to take that shit, so you give it back to them, and then they. They definitely make it seem like you're probably going to get fired, but you don't get fired, but you're just all fired up. Just fire, fire, fire. And uh, so there's days like that that you just need to come home and play a violent video game. And uh, I think that's the purpose of this game is to really reach out and touch your violent side so that you don't actually like go anywhere and be violent to people. And not that I ever would. I'm not like a particularly angry person. I don't. I've been in fights with people, but it's never been like, ooh, I'm doing this to hurt somebody. It's never, like, it's always in self-defense. It's never been, I've never felt anger towards people to the point where I even remotely thought about doing anything to anybody. And I think that's why violence in video games is not, not a good argument for gun violence. Like, it, it, I play lots and lots of violent games, super violent games. Like, this game, for instance, is one of the most violent games I've ever played, if not the most. And that doesn't inspire me to want to go and uh, be like Jackie Estacado and have my demon arms come out and grab someone by the head and just pull it off of somebody's shoulders and fling it across the room and hit somebody else with the head. Like, that's... Obviously, it's not real, but I don't... I don't even fathom that level of violence. Like, when I'm mad at somebody, I just think about, like, oh, I want to dunk your head in a sink. Like, it's never, I'm never, I don't know. But I play these super violent video games, and it keeps me kind of centered, kind of level, kind of, uh, how do you describe it? Chill. And uh, it's really therapeutic to take out, like, any aggression you have on imaginary people. Because let's, let's be honest, this is what we're talking about, are imaginary people that you can inflict violence upon. So like if you're having a kind of day where you, uh, you're a trash man at a hospital, let's say, and you're just walking and throwing trash into bins and you might get a little puke on you or something. And then you gotta walk around the rest of the day with a little bit of puke on you. And all you can think about is how bad you smell and how much you hate everybody. And you just wanna go home and take a shower or maybe just drive until you never see a trash can again and just get away from the world. and Try not to hate the man and find yourself in a place in this world that isn't as low as it seems. Like, I, I went to college. I shouldn't be shouldn't be going and throwing trash around. I'm, I'm going to be a great writer someday. That's what I tell myself. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be okay. I, I don't need to throw trash. And uh, I'm just getting more and more fired up about, okay, so this is... This is where I am. This is what my life has become. I'm the guy who picks up trash bags and I throw them into dumpsters and I push buttons and watch it crush the trash 
and boy is that a satisfying feeling, but it's also the least satisfying feeling and it's a thankless job. No one will look you in the eye when you're walking around with a pile of garbage behind you and you're just getting more and more frustrated that like this is this is who I am now. This is my this is my crisis. This is where I'm at. This existential crisis and as it's just building and building and building, you're just like, oh, "I can't handle this anymore. Like what why have I done this to myself? I'm smarter than this." I, I don't need to be the guy that throws trash because I have a brain between my ears. Why am I doing this to myself? Why are you doing this to me? This isn't fair. This isn't fair. Why am I doing this to myself? I need to humble myself. I'm not above anybody. I'm not above a trash man. I need to focus on that. Everybody is a person. Everybody knows things. Everybody has a brain between their ears. All right. I'm going to center myself a little. Why am I having such a negative reaction to where I am in this world? That's what I would have these conversations with myself. But then sometimes it would just come back in full force. All right, this is who I am. I pick up poop off the ground. This is who I am. And then you go home and you might just want to shoot some guns and use demon arms to rip people's arms off and stab them through the heart and impale them with big sharp objects and throw bombs and shoot guns. Like I said, just bang, bang, bang. And I'm not going to actually do any of those things in real life. Really, truly. I would never, ever, ever in a million years intentionally harm anybody but video games like this let you get those emotions out it's healthy i'm no longer a trash man which is pretty great i just remember exactly where i was when i got this game it was important for me to have played this game when i played it because i it's the kind of thing that gives you cancer i feel like like if you hold in all these emotions this anger and sadness and i have a great support system i have great family lots of friends i'm super good on the whole being a decent citizen and being a part of this world what i find frustrating is that people want to blame somebody for other people acting like assholes you can't just blanket okay all bad video all video games do this video games are bad you can't play violent video games anymore because one guy with a mental illness reacted poorly to it this doesn't make any fucking sense but yeah so i mean i uh i had this game couple years ago it's been like three four or five years now oh more than that anyway so yeah it's i've had it for several years uh, i've probably covered in the history like what year it came out i don't know off the top of my head right now but it was an important game to me because it really helped me vent that anger that frustration that rage that i just couldn't stand where i was in this world and i needed to find a way to clear my mind and uh that was that was the purpose of this game for me so i can see the beauty in having it so like let's talk about the actual game though the actual game is okay like the controls are pretty good like it, it's smooth and it is so violent <laughs> so much blood and guts everywhere you eat hearts to power up and improve your stats and stuff is it's just wild and you fling people up in the air and then you grab them and you fling them back down and they explode and shit and you're blowing people's heads off with shotguns and it's, it's just a wild wild game so when i first uh my girlfriend first saw me playing this game she was coming back from uh taking the dog to the dog park so uh she came in I was doing whatever before she left and then she took a while so I started playing video games and uh, I started playing this game for this podcast because I wanted to review it and she came and sat down and it was a mission where there was like a prostitute ring or whatever and I'm on an elevator with this lady who her boobs are like half hanging out and stuff and I'm looking her up and down and my girlfriend's like are you gonna go have sex with that character are you gonna go have sex with the pretty lady and I was like oh 
exactly. And uh, this, the cutscene ends, and I kick down a door, and I have guns in my hands, and the demon arms are out. And the first thing I do is I grab somebody, and I, it like anacondas around them, and it bites through their heart. And the guy screams in agony, and blood goes flying everywhere. And as the body falls, I look to my girlfriend, who has a horrified expression on her face and so i start picking things up in the game and throwing them across the room and bashing people's heads and there's just blood explodes on the wall and like a wooden chair collides with their head and she just was appalled at the violence i grabbed somebody by both their legs and just wishbone ripped them in half and she was like i don't think i like this this is disturbing do you know if we have children you're not allowed to play this game. And I was like, don't tell me what to do, woman. Anyway, so there's a little joke right there. She tells me what to do all the time, and I'm like, yes, dear. Anyway, um, so, yeah, it was uh, extremely violent, and I, I loved her reaction to it. Anyway, I highly recommend you play it. It's a good time to play. But on my mission to, like, declutter my life, is this a game that needs to stick with me? Is this a game that I need to have on hand at all times and i'm not sure what the answer is because like i don't know maybe like i might have said earlier i don't remember if i erased it or not like sometimes your boss's boss comes in and makes you feel like a piece of shit because you don't want to get walked all over and it's not their job to walk all over you they're supposed to encourage you to be the best you you can be so you can help their company they're not supposed to be publicly shaming you and telling you oh i mean you're you're going to need to keep an eye on this one, this Miles guy. Oh, he's just the troublemaker. He's he's out there to cause all sorts of issues. Yeah, me. Anyone who knows me, that is not the way anyone would define me with this fucking dude. Anyway, so, like, you can just kind of try and work your way through all that shit by coming home and just ripping some arms off. Or maybe a couple years later, after that big conflict happens, you are really excited because work is providing you with some really nice food as a thank you for being stellar employees because I bust my ass in that place every fucking day. So you go in and then you sit down and who's sitting before you but that fucking asshole trying to tell you how much he appreciates you all of a sudden when you haven't forgotten what a piece of shit he is. He's fucking just telling you how much you are not valuable to the company and how you need someone to hold your hand to go through things. Oh, that's not accurate? Then maybe you're a lone wolf who likes to go and fuck up and just mess everything up and you just get ground into the dirt in front of everybody. And then he has the balls to come in and look at your name tag because he doesn't fucking remember your name. And he wants to tell you he appreciates you. He appreciates the amount of work that you put into this place. You are just the bee's knees. Here, have some fettuccine Alfredo. Mm -mm -mm. So fucking good. And you just, okay, this is fine. And you appreciate that. Thank you. You have said thank you to me. That's great. You may leave the room now, and they just sit there and sit in front of you and go, I don't think I'm going to have any. I've already eaten dinner. Then why are you in this room with me? Why are you doing this? I don't want you here. You are ruining my break. This is unfair. This is bullshit. I never use the word unfair, and I've used it twice in this podcast already. This is bullshit. What, is this who I am? I'm the guy who gets mad because someone sits in a room with me while I eat food on my breaks? Is this who I am? I'm the guy that just upset and holds a grudge for years and years and years. Maybe I need to go home. Maybe I need to go home and I need to put a disc in an Xbox and play some games where I shoot some people and throw some bombs at big cranes and shit. Anyway, so, I mean, it's it's days like that that you need to uh, you need to play some video games where people are violent and hurt and damaged because you've got to just let those emotions out. 
would I ever, well, I've already covered it extensively that I would never hurt anybody. So do I want to get rid of this game in case I ever feel like this again? You are my vessel. Hmm. Well, I have no shortage of hardcore video games where people get hurt and there's explosions and stabbing and shooting guns and whatever, whatever. But this one had a particular place in my heart. It got me through being a trash man. It really did. And it was super fun. Uh, it's very short. It's a very short game. I beat it in two sittings this most recent time I played it, which was the second time I played it. And uh, it's kind of cool. It's spoiler alert. I mean, this whole podcast is spoilers. So if you're really all that worried about it, so it, turn it off. If you plan on playing this game to the end, it's a good game. Just turn it off now. So if you're still with me, the end of the game seems to have two alternate endings. And the one I played when the game was new, I got it like when it was brand fucking new. So it was, I was all about that shit and I picked one ending and now this most recent time that I played it, I remember what ending I picked last time. So I picked the other one and it like ends with a whole nother final boss, like a totally different scenario, which I didn't expect. Usually it's like, oh, you basically fight the same thing, but there's different dialogue at the end. Not this game. This game goes off the fucking rails at the end. and Like, you're fighting every type of bad guy you fought, except they're made of darkness and light and shit. And then the girlfriend you've been chasing the whole time, you know. Uh, Jenny? Oh, Jenny, I can't believe I've done this to you, Jenny. Oh, those bastards, they took her from you. Oh, I gotta pick Jenny. I need Jenny in my life. All, all the people who are really violent in TV and movies, they just, oh, Jenny, girlfriend. I need to say your name over and over to myself because I'm very upset with you. And it's just ridiculous. Anyway, she turns into like a bad guy at the end. It's just really crazy. And uh, another thing, I didn't realize how big of an effect this game did have on my psyche, but it wasn't in a negative way. It was in a positive way because I was like writing this TV show, which now at this point in my life is never going to get made into a TV show because it's a lot of just really antiquated ideas that have been done over and over and over again like the plot of the darkness 2 is you flash back and forth between being a mob boss that kills people and being someone in the loony bin and uh, so you're in this mental health institution where all of your gang members and shit are your buddies and they just are walking around crazy too and you're trying to convince yourself you're not crazy and it's hugely a big part of the tv show i was writing and now i've seen it in every tv show and shit but at the time i think that was like one of the first times i really explored that avenue so i'm i'm thankful for the role that this game has played in my life like i'm legitimately thankful that this game exists and uh i went to look up how to get the comics online and they are expensive holy shit you can get like all of them together in like one compendium or whatever the fuck it's called and it's like a thousand dollars i am not spending that on a bunch of colorful pictures i'm sorry i don't care how good the story is i, I already have trouble with garth ennis he is a, a rough writer like is everything he the preacher and shit it's all just blood and gore and complex storylines and he's a good writer but it is dark it's fucking dark and i didn't realize until this most recent time that Garth Ennis had a hand in it, and it makes total sense because it's one of the most violent games I've ever played in my life, if not the most violent game. So, I mean, let's get down to brass tacks. Check marks for keep are, it is nostalgia, which I think everything on this podcast is going to have nostalgia, good, and 
what this one has that a lot of things I'm going to review don't have is actual meaningfulness in my life. So that, I mean, is a nostalgia, but this is this has a very special place in my heart. However, it's an Xbox 360 game. I'm on the Xbox One at this point, and I'm not sure I'm ever going to buy an Xbox product again after this. But I do tend to keep all of my video game systems and my video games. But now that I'm trying to like declutter a little bit, I've played it through again in my adult life, and I did it in my young adult life. I don't think I'm going to need this level of violence again. My testosterone is much lower. Like it's, I've gotten to the point where my brain has stopped developing and growing. Well, I mean, I'm still learning and growing as a person, but I, I am, I am who I am at this point. When I first played this game, I just was trying to fuck everything, and I was like empowered and angry, and I liked to pick things up, and I was strong, and I all I wanted to do was be manly, and this game fed some of those urges, which was nice. But I'm not that guy anymore i don't need to feel that way anymore jackie please don't do this i want to help you i feel pretty good about who i am as a person i don't i don't need to imagine inflicting hurt on people to feel good about myself like it it helped at the time i'm not saying that it's not a good game i'm not saying it's not still important to me it is I just am not that guy anymore. So I think that this might be the first one that I'm going to say we're going to dump it. We're going to give this one, uh, we're going to trade this one in, get a different game or something, because I don't need to have every game I've ever owned. Like, I just have this anxiety that I'm going to want to play something again, and then I'll have to go out and find it. It is not that hard in the age of the internet to reacquire a game if I really want to play it that bad. So, yeah, I think this one's getting dumped. can't believe I'm doing it but I'm gonna dump it so that's that's where we're at that's what's going on hmm well I want to say thank you to Memoria for the use of our theme song Demeter off of their EP it is an excellent song it is an excellent EP I know the band is uh not doing so hot at the moment as far as continuing to be a band but you can find their music online I highly suggest you check them out they are hard fucking core so thank you, Memoria. And uh, also thank you to you listeners. If you decide to give me a five-star review, I would very much appreciate it because that will help me get some ad space. And I know nobody likes to listen to ads, but if I'm to become a professional podcaster, which is my dream, I would really need to make some scratch doing this because this is not cheap stuff. So my recording equipment will get better. The room I record in will become less ambiently noisy. Everything will improve as I get money that I can reinvest in this because I'm not investing in making my pockets bigger in any way except for to improve my podcasting skills from where I am right now. I am way too early in this process to actually make good money doing this. So any money that I can get is going right back into the product and making it the best product I can bring to you. So if you give me a five-star review, that is the first way to help me reach that goal even, to just be able to bring you the best program I can bring you. So if you like it, please drop me a review. Give me five stars. If you don't like it, just don't listen, but don't be mean. Don't give me a bad review. Like, that's just malicious. It's unkind. You don't want to do that. 
So be nice to me and I'll be nice to you because that's what life's all about is harmony. Anyway, so I clearly don't need violent video games anymore. <laughs> Sorry, made myself laugh there. Anyway, so I hope you guys all have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you again in two weeks. Catch you later.